You're listening to Good News Day, your daily dish of the best good news. Hello, Danny from the Coronas. How are you doing? I'm not too bad, Kellyanne. How are you? I'm doing good. We're, we're both praying that our Wi-Fi holds out for this uh, chat, so <laughs> that's what we're kind of doing at the moment. But look, thank you so much for joining me on uh, the Good News Day here on Quarantine FM. But in all fairness, you've been pretty good and pretty generous with your time. Like, you've been doing a lot of interviews and a lot of live gigs as well. Are you a bit more busier now in isolation than you are before? Yeah, it's funny. Like, everyone adjusts, I suppose. Um, Initially, we didn't know what was going on and we didn't do too much for the first couple of weeks. But then there were so many charities, sort of... I don't know, it was a weird time. It felt felt wrong to sort of self-promote so but when people wanted to help each other and you know a lot of charity work so I did a gig for ISBCC and mm. went down to the late late and talked about Bardstown and and that sort of stuff seemed cool and also I've been doing these isolation vibes where I'm promoting other Irish bands so uh, that, that sort of felt right to do I suppose we wanted to do something but it didn't feel right just going we have a new album coming out like you know so we sort of put a hold on our own stuff at the moment until everything calmed down And but uh, it's starting to turn I think so yeah it's it's uh, it's it's going to be a busy few months hopefully as I say people just adapt and, and do things whatever they can do at home or, or whatever you know yeah but like that with the live gigs though and, and one of the things that I think everyone is loving is the fact that you are doing a lot of covers of Irish artists but was, was there anyone's cover that you're kind of like oh god this is a difficult one I shouldn't have committed to this one loads 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 <laughs> like I've been trying like I've been trying to to like learn hosier songs or Dermot Kennedy songs and I was just like no that's crap I'm not putting that up like, <laughs> because their voices are so amazing and like they're singers as well like it's almost easier when you get a band that's real bandy that you can sort of just deliver it like a little ballad or or, or a female singer or something you can just do your own version of it but like I don't know I, there's a, a couple that I, I sat down to try and do and I was just like this isn't happening like you know <laughs> D- Damien Rice Damien Rice was another example like I I couldn't sing his songs any different to the way I'd know them from growing up so I couldn't do any demo songs but uh, no it's been a bit of crack you know what it's something for me to sort of give me a bit of schedule I suppose and, yeah. and just sort of stru- structure my day and it's cool that people are buzzing off it but I did it for much more selfish reasons just to give me something to do every day <laughs> but sh- we won't tell anyone okay we'll keep that we'll keep that secret yeah. we won't tell anyone that exactly. but, but as well I think I'm loving as well the fact that obviously when you when you're doing Corona's gigs and like you do get to meet people like before or after whereas now I think on the live ones it's so interactive like you're actually properly being able to chat as such to the fans yeah. I think for from a fan's perspective I think they're loving it <laughs> 100%. Yeah, no, there's lots of different things happening. You see, like, Gavin James doing quiz nights and stuff. Like, I think that's stuff is deadly. Like, we had have, we have a thing where Noxie, our bass player, puts on a, a record and has a glass of wine, and then anyone can join him. So I joined him on Sunday night, and we were just drinking wine, talking about our haircuts and stuff. Like, you know, it was... And, but, like, people were online chatting away. Like, you know, some people love that. I suppose there's, there's a different side that you're getting to see of of people like because everyone's in the same boat i think that's the mad thing about this whole you know isolation situation and the whole pandemic and we won't mention what it's called yeah. and what bands <laughs> it sounds like but uh that's like it's it's a it's a total leveler like it puts everyone on the, on the same oh yeah status know, and everything how, just goes yeah, exactly it doesn't matter how successful you are what you do where you're from or whatever everyone's in the same boat and i think that's actually good for people i think you know, you're probably sick of talking talking about it on air now, but I'd, I'd like to think that there's going to be some positivity coming out of it, you know? 
Oh no, that's all I'm all about, honestly, because I'm getting it from everywhere that people are genuinely trying to do something to stay motivated. And anyone who even attempts to even mention saying, oh, the live gigs, I'm like, I am a lover. I'm popping into every live gig that I can get into. I'm loving them. They're so good. But they keep you they keep you motivated. You're like, okay, well, I technically should be at this gig right now. So I might as well do it yeah. sitting at home in my pyjamas with a cup of tea. Why not? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, that's the thing. And, and like, it's, it's one of those things as well. I suppose some people can be at home and not being real productive. And then if they start looking at everyone else doing live gigs and all, it can make them a bit antsy or whatever. And, you know, I think I even felt that a bit as well, because after a few days, I was like, listen, I should be writing some of my own music. I shouldn't be here doing covers. Like, and you can start putting pressure on yourself and being hard on yourself, but it is a really weird time. And you have to just give yourself a break and just go, you know what, if all I'm going to do for the next two weeks is watch Netflix, that's okay as well. Mm. You know, you don't have to, you know, I've been trying to say to people, like, you don't have to try and be productive. Like, my mates who are texting me and stuff, like, yeah, I haven't written that much. But, like, you know, you know, you just have to get through it. But you're not the only one. Like, any of the artists, especially the Irish artists who I've been talking to, they're all in the same boat. They're like, you know what? I actually am kind of taking this as, like, a mini hiatus. Like, I'm, I'm chilling out. Yeah. I'm getting to know my family again because normally I am yeah. stuck in a studio and I am doing these things. So I'm like, yeah, use the time. Don't be thinking you need to be writing songs because you technically have the time to what else was your job do you know <laughs> exactly Before no, 100%, that. Um, yeah so it's 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 one of those things i think coming out of it the other side hopefully everyone will have a bit of perspective and and uh, yeah they'll they'll be able to they might know their families a bit more well, that's a good thing or bad thing, you know? <laughs> yeah i know make them out loving them or hating them a bit more no one knows but to be yeah. honest though in all fairness the coronas in yourself you have had a decent 2020 until it's basically been cancelled now and stopped since March. Like you released your, you've released your singles, you've got music videos out, but also you've just announced that Live at the Marquee is happening in May 2021. So you know, <laughs> positive yeah. things are happening. Absolutely, yeah. No, we're we're sort of putting back a lot of the summer shows to, to next summer. I think they're just gonna. I think across the board, a lot of festivals are just going to go again with the mm. same lineup next year, or maybe add a couple of bands or whatever. So, um. It seems to make sense, you know, so we're we're half thinking of trying to get a new album together later in the year and, and have, even though we haven't even released this one yet, our album has been put <laughs> back till the 31st July, so our album's coming out then, so I won't talk about any other album until that's fully out, but we're, we're going we're gonna to keep writing and seeing what happens, you know, maybe release a new single by next summer as well, so um, it's I- all go, we're, we make it work. I do think though everyone is loving like the singles that you've already already dropped out, which which I definitely want to talk about because I love the fact I don't know whether <laughs> just in relation to the music videos I don't know whether there was like a, a pull of the hat or like a short straw kind of a situation here but I don't understand how you got the Sahara Desert and poor Noxie yeah. got like Antarctica. <laughs> I know, I know, but uh, he looked well in, the, in that hat though. It's Smashed it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And uh, the funny thing is, like, I'm pale as hell. Like, I don't get any tan. Like, he loves the sun. Like, and I, like, so he, we, we should, we probably got it the wrong way around. But yeah, and now we have to think of the next one for Connor, our drummer, to, to be a solo in. I, we think we might get him out in the water somewhere, maybe on a boat. Um, Just isolating. Know, so, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. The videos they are they're they're class they're brilliant videos um and i love the fact that irish artists are definitely still doing them especially you guys love the music mm. videos with that for for sure so i know you're probably sick of it though but is there new music coming out will you be releasing singles or are you just going to hold hold off until the proper well, release 
Yeah, no. Initially, we were gonna we were going to initially we were, the album was meant to come out. I think at the end of May, um, and we just put that back until July. But there's a new single coming out next month. Um, oh, we've done it. Yeah, it, it's a it's a collaboration with Gabrielle Applin, an amazing artist that we love, and uh, so she featured on our album. We we wrote the song together, and uh, so she's singing on it as well. And it, I'm really excited about it. I can't wait to get it out. It's one of my favorite songs we've ever done, believe it or not. And uh, so that's coming out next month, and then the album in July, and then we're gonna, as I say, start working on the next one. So that's that's the plan. Like you know, the music is still coming out, even though there's no gigs for sure happening. You know, and we've rescheduled some tours for autumn, but. To be honest, you're, you're not even sure if they're going to happen. There might not be much happening at all in 2020. So, but we'll, you know, we'll adjust as we go, and we want to get the album out. People are ready to hear it, and you know, we finished it late last year, so it's been ready for a while. So, yeah. we're, we decided to, to release the music anyway, and hopefully, we can do some gigs before the end of the year. Um, we're about to be announcing a couple of uh, Christmas Dublin shows, um, so fingers crossed they'll get announced the next couple of weeks. But um, that cannot yeah, be cancelled. Christmas you say, just, cannot just be cancelled. <laughs> no, could you imagine like if the pubs are still closed at Christmas, like and no gigs or anything? It'd be crazy. I'd be. Oh, could you imagine no Coronas at Christmas? Everyone's going to Ireland. It's going to fall <laughs> apart. Ireland will fall apart if there's no Coronas at Christmas. Like that cannot happen. Oh, no, There'd be people. I mean, people be like. <laughs> Oh, be not okay. Be not okay <laughs> at all whatsoever. But I was saying it to a few people so um, that I was coming on here. So a lot of the Quarantine FM people were, were on and like put, suggested some questions. Cool. But one thing that kind of came yeah. up though was that I was like, have you got any memories that you have like of the Cronus gigs or anything like that? And everyone said, which like I think I've said it to you before, was school gigs before the Cronus <laughs> were the big, big boss lads taking over, selling out arena stadiums. You've performed in many, many Irish schools. <laughs> we did, we did, and you know what? It was it was the most ingenious piece of marketing. We were like, we were we were in college, and we did we were like, what we did? So contacted our old secondary school. It was like we we want to play a little charity gig at lunchtime, and so our own secondary school, Terrier College, like we're all for it. We went back, did it there. And then one of the schools across the road heard that we were doing these charity afternoon gigs. And at this stage, we had only maybe released one single or something, you know. <laughs> and uh, But we were selling it at, at the school, so it was great, even though the, the, the gig itself was whatever, two euro for charity. But then we started realising that this was a great way to like increase our Bebo followers <laughs> or whatever it was back then. <laughs> have, so you, have you in someone's flashbox or something? <laughs> exactly so we just started we started just ringing schools and going listen we did this in this school and this school do you want us to come in we're, we're doing a, like a little tour of schools where we play at lunchtime we're after school we play for half an hour we're bringing all the gear and and it's all for charity and this is all it's going to cost and you know to get to get the gig up and running and and it was the best thing we ever did it, straight away we had a little core following like it was amazing it was like, and, like we were totally winging it like but it was one of those accidental <laughs> things that just gave us a little fan base all of a sudden like Oh, like, because I was there, like, I lived it, because with our school, you, I went to the all-girls school, I went to Santa Maria, and, like, that's where it all happened for for me when I first came across the Chronicles, because I was a prefect, you know, the angel saint that I am, I was prefect, (laughs) and my job was to clean the hall for this band that was coming in because it was no- or it was Mr. Knox's son was in the band. So we had to make sure it was yeah. spotless. And I remember it so well because then I got the job of selling the tickets, going around to classes, selling tickets. And I, co- I completely like blanked on this. And then uh, I remember I wasn't even allowed to go to the bloody gig because my mom was like, boys, uh... gigs, nah. 
that's hilarious. I know, but that's what everyone uh, said. Uh, you wouldn't believe a Corona's ticket was going for like five euro once upon a time and raising money for charity. I when know. They first... <laughs> I know, it's mad, isn't it? But, uh, do you know what? Doing gigs like that was really good for us. I always say, if, if anyone's asking me for like uh, advice on a, on, for a young band, like I always say, do as many gigs as you can, whatever they are, wherever they are. Because like, it's like one gig where you drop yourself in front of an audience like even if there's only a small amount of people there is worth like 20 rehearsals you mm-hmm. know it's, it's it's probably the same as yourself being on air like when you actually throw yourself on air you crack sway at home but only when you're actually doing it live you actually realize okay i've got to do it and you get better that way you know so that's what, what we found it really was like a baptism of fire for us and all of a sudden we could play live you know and and, and play in our own songs it was it was really really cool and, and and by the sounds of it, because literally every single person who got back in touch was like, oh, when they performed in our school, when they performed in our school. So you're not lying. It absolutely <laughs> sticks and the memory sticks there. So, you know, yeah, exactly. hand in hand with the Olympia Christmas gigs and then it's the school gigs. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Danny, are you ready for the fire round question? I am. Well, it's actually fire round questions. So brace yourself. There's, there's, okay. there's a few random ones here. Okay. okay. Dublin or Dingle? That's too hard. That's too hard. You've already stumped me in the very I first I got time. it. got it. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to say Dingle. I'm here right now. I love Dingle so much. Dublin will always be home, but Dingle is my second home. Okay. Okay, I feel like these next questions are going to be getting hard if that was a difficult one. Okay, Gaelic football or golf? Oh, wow. Right in the field. Gaelic football. I'm going to say Gaelic. Yeah, Gaelic football. Gaelic football. Okay. Barriers or lines? This is a big debate, so think hard for this one now. Barry's, Barry's. For God's sake, okay. <laughs> it's another point for Barry's. Okay, um, did you get any special treatment and skill from your mom being your mom? <laughs> no, uh, well, that's, uh, this isn't a quick fire round. I, I need to get a therapy couch here and tell you for the next half an hour. This is before How everyone judged me differently and, oh. Uh, <laughs> God, it's not not part of the quick fire round. Uh, the answer to the question is yes. I was probably treated differently. There you go. Spe- special treatment in the skill. A podcast you're listening to at the moment. Um, I'm listening to David McWilliam or McWilliams. David McWilliams is an economist. He's really good. He sort of has. He makes things sound real simple, even if you're talking about uh, the virus or how you know the economy will bounce back or not. And yeah, so I listen to him a bit. And I still listen to sport podcasts, even though there's no sport happening at all. <laughs> um, but I, they, they're talking about old matches and just chatting about stuff. I love my sport podcast. So Second Captains is the one I listen to. And who else? Blind Boy. I always listen to Blind Boy. He's great. They're good ones. They're great podcasts. Um, a gig you'll never forget. Gig I'll never forget. Oh, well, the one that just springs to mind is because Radiohead actually put it out on their YouTube channel like two weeks ago. Mm. And it was Punch It Sound like i don't even know like the early 2000s um and uh, like we were one of our first gigs like we were sneaking into it vibe <laughs> and it was amazing amazing just after i think kid a came out so after okay computer they're one of my favorite albums ever so uh yeah it was it was an amazing gig so radiohead i punched sound love that answer love that answer piano guitar oh that's another tough one i suppose <laughs> i'm 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 equally crap at both. I'm going to say piano. I'm playing more piano recently. Okay, fair. I feel like I've given like the hardest questions and here's me thinking these are the really pimps. good questions. These, I thought yeah. these are pimps. Like, true or false, many of the Corona's inverted commas love songs are actually about the band. Yes, that's true. There that's we true. go. That's Any true. ones in particular? Yeah, I mean, like, 
a lot of people think Heroes of Ghosts is a sort of ballad about about I don't know. I don't know if people think it's a love song really, but it's it's but it's more about the band. Yeah, trying to be better, trying to be the best band we can be. There's a few others like Give Me a Minute. It's a little bit like that as well. It's about needing time to yourself away from everything. And I'm trying to think is there like a, a total love song that's actually <laughs> more about the band. Um, I don't know. No, like I suppose some more of the fast ones are, but I, I definitely think some of my lyrics sound like love sometimes even in the fast songs like Addicted to Progress another one that's about the band and about our relationships within the band and a lot of the new songs are as well the new album like especially because our guitar player left late last year yeah. so I have plenty to write about but yeah uh, <laughs> it's all good it's all good yeah no but it's, it is good good vibes all that way um, but at least like you know because I was thinking I was like okay if here's a ghost a lot of people play that at weddings <laughs> Do they know? It's just yeah, best band, best band. Yeah, exactly. um, and then your go-to party trick, if you have one. Um, I, I can turn my eyelids inside out. Oh, for God. It's really impressive. I can no. send you a picture after Please, if you want. for the love of Christ, um, don't. So it really scares people. It really scares people. So wait, hang on. So, long. Danny, if you're at a party and people are like, they're like, can do the whole, what is it, the knife with the bottle thing and they can pop it open and yeah. whatnot. You were like, here, lads, everyone step aside. I can flip my lids. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and it, it, it usually really changes the tone of the night. People are really disgusted. Um, and if I leave for too long, it, it can lead to a bit of conjunctivitis. But oh apart God. from that, it, it's, I can also do some serious card tricks. I've got some serious magic in, in me. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so card tricks and and eye eyelid thing. Okay, there that's put that on the CV. That's impressive for, for sure. Um, and then the last one is the best advice you ever got starting out in a band. Um, I'd say, well, I remember like the best piece of advice I ever had when I realized I loved music was from my mother when I was about fourteen. She told me to write my own songs. And because I think she regretted not not writing her own songs, you know, she did a little bit as she got older, but she didn't. She was never really a songwriter. She was more like an interpreter of other people's songs, and mm. she would collect songs from different songwriters and traditional songs and stuff. But um, yeah, she encouraged me to write my own songs, and so I'm really glad I did that really early. Not just because that's they're the songs that ended up being in the band, but also just as as a thing to do it's really cathartic like it's really good for my head just to write a song even if it's not any use like and you know I've been down here for the last couple of days writing new little bits and bobs and I'm terrible on like the production side of things like I, I can't work Pro Tools or any of those fancy oh, software for recording but you know even just recording tiny little bits and bobs on GarageBand and messing around you know it, it, you feel like you're doing something and it's and writing lyrics is, is definitely I think a good way to get your feelings out there and it's sort of like your own little yeah that's a really long answer no, to your I like question that. that's such no that's such a nice answer I actually I love that but like even with that though was there any like because obviously you definitely have a musical family like you your sister and and, and your your mom is there any is there any uh, egos there anyone being like I'm way better <laughs> Yeah, well, I have the biggest ego out of the family by a mile. Like, yeah, my massive head. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, we're, It's great to have people who are in the industry in your family because you can, they'll give it to you straight. And I, yeah. can, I can send send the song to Roshi and she'll just go, yeah, and there's no, there's no agenda. There's not like, oh, yeah, it's great, well done. Like, she'll just go, yeah, it's okay, but, you know, whatever. And she'll be honest and I won't, I won't take offence. Even though for the first 
maybe a few minutes I'll be like she doesn't know anything yeah. but then eventually I'll be like no she's right but um, so it's cool to have, have family members um, you know as I said you can you be honest with you and, and are in the industry that you can respect and even business decisions and stuff you can sometimes I'll or Roshan, what do you think about this? Or same with my mom and dad. My dad was my man's manager for years, so he's in the industry as well. So, yeah, I mean, wow. it's... You're, uh, like the, you're like the, yeah. oh, like, Kardashians of Dublin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same size asses as well. <laughs> well, actually, just mine. Do you know the lads, the lads in the band, they used to call me Beyonce because my ass was so big. <laughs> Is that actually true? That's 100% true. I'm like, actually crying. That's so funny. You can ask Noxie or Egan that next time we're talking to them and I won't even line it up. They go, what was Danny's nickname? Something to his ass. And say, Everyone oh, now, after hearing this, is not going to be looking at you on stage. They're going to be looking to see if you got a Kim no, K booty. No, well, it's sort of like, I've, I've gotten quite skinny since. But I was Deflating. Through, yeah, I was going through a, a wintering phase where I was just sort of, uh, yeah. I was wintering well. Oh, stop! That's made my day. That's so funny. I was not expecting. <laughs> I was not expecting you to go that way. Look, Danny. Me neither. <laughs> I'm glad we we ended it on a booty note, and that is that's beautiful. <laughs> that is beautiful. Look, thank you so much for joining me um, on the Good News Day. So you might as well take over presenting role because I know you have a bit of presenter in you from radio. So take uh, yeah. over um, and introduce yeah. any of the Corona songs that you want to play on Quarantine FM. Okay. Hey, this is Danny from the Coronas. You're listening to Quarantine FM, and this is our new single, Haunted. You're listening to Good News Day, your daily dish of the best good news.